Hi there. We've made some exciting changes to our Patreon campaign. Uh, more changes than I feel comfortable putting at the front of this episode. We don't want to go on forever. So just go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and uh, look and see how you can support us and see what you'll get in return. Thanks. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro gaming podcast exosode. Yes. And this week we are reading your responses or response to Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors and doing some follow up and some just fun. Yeah. I felt really passionately about this game one way. Cole <laughs> felt very passionately about it another way. And people who responded either just didn't have time or didn't feel passionately about it. Yes. Which is fine. I'm not putting anybody on blast. Like it's it's no. nice that anybody responds. But I was expecting a little bit more mm-hmm. response given that it was the winner of the poll. Mm-hmm. But uh, if. We kind of put out the call at the last minute. Um, if you uh, if you do have things to say about 999, go ahead and send them in, and we may read them in a future episode as well. Yeah. Um, but to get started, I'm going to go ahead and just uh, do a little bit of follow-up. Um, a bunch of people, too many to name, have written in, because during the Spider-Man 2 episode, we both were just like, it's comical. We were just like, man, why isn't there just a game that's the swinging thing? Say, so, hey, indie devs, make a game that's just the swinging part of this game and do it. It'll You'll be a gold mine. And uh, a simple Google search... <laughs> would have saved us the embarrassment of seeing that there's something called Energy Hook. Um, so the guy who made the core mechanic of Spider-Man 2, uh, Jamie uh, Fristum, is making a game called Energy Hook. It's not out yet. It's like a mix between Tony Hawk and the swinging mechanics of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome. So Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's already funded on Kickstarter. It got about, it got about $40,000. Um, and boy, oh boy, am I excited for this to come out. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, so, so it is it is nice to will something into existence like that. Yeah. Retroactively. We sent <laughs> we sent uh, our memories back in time to <laughs> Yes, through the morphogenetic field. Yeah, uh, to J.P. Fristum. Yep. Um yeah, it's funny because somebody also uh, wrote in saying like, "Hey, maybe there's this YouTuber who stole your idea to play Spider-Man 2." No, it's like that's a super well-regarded game. So, it's Yeah, fine. I I I ended up missing I didn't see I ended up missing the uh yeah, the link for mm-hmm. that. But yeah. Um, and some more follow-up about Spider-Man. Brian writes in via Facebook saying, Finally listened to the Spider-Man 2 episode and just heard the joke about ignoring the theft for personal problems because it's not as important as murder. And the nerd in me can't help but point out that ignoring theft led to Uncle Ben's murder. Sorry, I'll go sit back down now. That That is true. <laughs> super, like a yeah. super good point. Like, yeah, I'm not like a huge Spider-Man fan, but uh, I should have known that as a yeah. as a person who likes the movies. So well, good on you. <laughs> Who, who could blame you? They haven't, like, if they would finally show us a movie with the origin in it. I know. We know right? what happens. It's just like, like, it's way back there in the mist. It's a mystery. Yeah. Just one last thing. I don't know. Oh. Um, so <laughs> one thing you, I don't understand. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Brian. Uh, moving on to our response about 999. Uh, Jenny says, via contact. Hi, Gary and Cole. I've been listening to your show for a few months, and while I've wanted to write in on several of them, I've never gotten around to it. I knew I'd never forgive myself I didn't if I didn't write in about 999. I'm sure you'll cover the plot in depth, so I won't cover any specifics, but I love the twists and turns the game threw at me the entire time. I've gotten several friends to play 999, and they all loved it as well, and every one of us bought the sequel of Virtue's Last Reward at release. I've read that creator Kotaru uh, Ukekoshi reused some of his ideas in 999 from his older visual novels, most notably Ever 17. I haven't played his other games, so I can neither confirm nor deny. Um, you guys are smart, so you probably know, but just in case, did you know that the characters in 999 were based on the uh, Enneagram of personality types? And there is a link here. Um, it's interesting to read up on in retrospect and apply it to the game's characters once you know everyone's secrets. 
I wonder if you knew about this prior to playing the game, would it affect how you thought of the different characters? <clears throat> would it inform any given playthrough of the game? As much as I loved it, 999 had a pretty bad design flaw when it came to replaying the game. While there was text skipping, which most importantly, automatically stopped skipping if you came across new, new text, um, you still had to replay the old room escape puzzles. I didn't mind this, but I could see how others did. Also, the bad endings repeated too much, which could make the game frustrating if you didn't uh, manage to stumble upon one of the unique endings during your playthrough, and could also make you feel like you wasted your time. I never minded hitting a bad ending, I just got annoyed when it was the same one several times over. This design flaw was fixed in Virtue's Last Reward, which allowed players to jump to specific scenes at will. This mechanic was also used in the iOS port of 999, which was an excellent move. I was sad, however, that the iOS port removed all the room escape puzzles. The jumping mechanic in Virtue's Last Reward was actually tied into the game's main plot very well. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't played the game. And Cole has cut the spoilers out. Yep. <laughs> which is good, because people who have not played the game, and then also myself. Yep. Um, which is not a con like a verbal contract that I'm going to. But the, uh, I don't... I. You can rest. I don't want it spoiled for me. Nope. Um, but yeah. yeah. No. So there's there's a couple things in there. So the Enneagram thing, I wish that the, I don't know. I'm, I'm split on how I feel. If they would have directly mapped the Enneagram types to what each person's uh, bracelet number was, that would have been super on the nose and obvious. However, mm -hmm. the fact that it's kind of randomized, like, oh, turns out that number nine is actually number one. Uh, turns out that Snake being number two is a number five as an, as an investigator. Like, everything is kind of, like, up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it would have changed it for me because the strongest feelings I had weren't mutable mm -hmm. by information. Like, nothing would have changed. Like, the mechanics were going to cause the strongest feelings I had in the game, regardless of knowledge and writing, mm -hmm. you know, um, knowledge wouldn't have helped an emotional connection might have, and I wouldn't have gotten that from the, the field or the yeah. uh, personality types. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm, and also like, this is a really, really well-loved game, which is part of why I was so gobsmacked, but like your point about saying, you know, you told your friends about it and they all loved it and like super got into it. Um, when I looked at, uh, reviews, like this game is really, really well loved. Yeah. But the interesting thing about it is when I was looking for, for negative reviews, so I didn't feel so alone in the world, <laughs> the things people didn't like about it were the same things I didn't. Yeah. So I didn't, I felt slightly less crazy. Like, it's not like yeah. the people who didn't like it were like the plot twists are stupid, but good thing the character work fucking rocks. You know, <laughs> like, like nobody was saying that it's just the, the reviews that were negative mirrored my, mm -hmm. my views, which yeah. felt, you know, made me feel less alone in the world, yeah. which is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see here. That was the only response we got. Again, if you want to write in with responses about 999, we would love to hear them. Uh, go to mm -hmm. duckfeed.tv slash contact, either about that, Zone of the Enders, or Paper Mario, and we will have more uh, games to talk about soon. Mm -hmm. But uh, and, and, yeah, and thanks for listening, Johnny. Thanks for, you just said, you know, you just started listening. So yeah, we thanks. really appreciate that. Like, I, I, I tend to cut that out, but I like to throw it in every once in a while to say, uh, you know, when new people are coming in. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we have some just fun in here. Uh, Nick wrote in via contact saying, I just got done listening to the Morrowind Part 2 episode, and I wanted to let you know about a game that does the same kind of leveling system, but better. In Wizardry 8, which came out the same year as Morrowind, you can use skills over and over again to improve them, but doing so isn't necessary to level up. Party members just gain levels from good old experience through finishing quests and defeating enemies. I think this is a good middle ground between the early Elder Scrolls system and a more static leveling system that most RPGs use today. I'm a bit biased, since Wizardry 8 is my favorite game, but uh, that is for a good reason. I would really love for you guys to cover the game uh, with a WAF episode someday. I think you guys would enjoy it if you can stand some long fights. 
Anyway, thanks so much for the show and have a good one. Thank you. Thanks, Nick. I have had a good yeah. one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it has been a good one. Um, just to date this instantly. It was a good day. The um, internet sleuths figure out what it was. Yep. No. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. So did the Raiders win today? What's that? What? Uh, the weather? Yeah. The um, Yeah, I, uh, I've played early wizardry games, the NES mm-hmm. ports. But the games that are similar to that that I spent the most time with were Might and Magic games. Yeah. And I do like them. They don't have that interesting level up things, but I can get into a first-person dungeon crawl. Yep. Um, it'd be hard to do for the show just because those games are really long, if I recall. Yeah, they're super long. Yeah, like, I like them. And that's on the weird, like, tragedy list of things like, like, I'm pretty sure I have the big collection of them from GOG. I know I have the Might and Magic collection. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, someday I'm going to do a series dive on Might and Magic and play all the Might and Magics. Yeah. Um, but I, and wizardry, like man, wizardry two, you play from the villains perspective. Yeah, I want to say so crazy. Yeah. It's really interesting. Like, so I'm interested in the wizardry series, but I can't make any guarantees about doing it for the show. Yeah. Just because they are so long and visual. Like, I mean, I guess the visual part doesn't, you know, so <sighs> there's not very much to talk about there. So that doesn't matter too much. It's a game um, where you have to make a map as you go along, which I'm super into, but I yeah. don't know that I would want to sign you up for that. Yeah. Yeah. It would like, be it, um, sim- similar to like people who want us to play an Etrian Odyssey game. Well, I think that Wizardry 8 might be late enough to where it auto maps. Hmm. Um, I know they added that kind of functionality to later Might and Magics. Yeah. Um, and that's the weird thing about Etrian Odyssey is it's like, we don't have that functionality. <laughs> yeah. That's our... Because it's, we're, it's like, we're appealing it's like to the, you monsters. <laughs> it's like the Papa Murphys of games. <laughs> Papa Murphys, what? Yeah, like, like you know, you want us to cook your pizza? <laughs> oh. No, you get to do it yourself. Is that a weird regional chain? Because we have those half-baked pizza places, but... Yeah, that, huh. that's that's Papa. I thought it was it was. It's at least they have them in Illinois as well. Huh. Um, Papa Murphy's is where you can buy a pizza that's not cooked. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're, it's like you get all the fun of buying a pizza, but also all of the <laughs> not fun of cooking a pizza. Yeah. No, we have uh, just a, yeah. There's a place five minutes from my house called Mama Mimi's that does the same thing. Mm. But huh, I wonder if Papa Murphy and Mama Mimi are married. Yeah, yeah, making pizza baby. <laughs> making pizza babies. Yep. <laughs> His name's Pepperoni Pete. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, pizza Totino's boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I've never played a wizardry game, but that is one of those games that was in my uh, Russell Demaria like Secrets of the Sages Nintendo walkthrough. Oh, game. yeah. And so like there's just this handful of games that I've never played, but I've read the walkthrough for. Mm. <laughs> that's one of them. Yeah, Be uh, I feel like you could do worse. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so probably not, but maybe. <laughs> um and finally, Ryan says, uh, hey, KNG, um, which I, we've been referred to as KNG before. Um, I don't think so. K-R-N-G-B, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I started listening to Watch Out for Fireballs after being a big fan of Bonfireside Chat. And I'm now going uh, through the crazy seven hours of Final Fantasy VII discussion. Nine hours, my friend. Yeah. I was going to say, if that actually matched out to seven hours, that would have been some 999 <laughs> shit. Um, I'm sure this has been asked before. Do you guys have any plans to revisit the game uh, once the now finally confirmed remake is released and compare it and contrast it with the original? Um, probably not for the show. No, I would feel terrible if I didn't replay it. Like I'm going to because of how foundational the original FF7 was for my appreciation of games. For me, I'm going to wait until people I know have started playing it. So like, I'm going to wait until reviews. I play it. Well, yeah, not, I mean, <laughs> not necessarily like, yeah. But me, I mean, I want to wait until someone tells me what it's like, because if it's made like, hey, it's the story of Final Fantasy seven, but it's got all the stuff from like Final Fantasy 13 oh, or yeah. even Final Fantasy 12. Like if it's ape systems from later Final Fantasies that I don't like, mm-hmm. I probably won't 
play it. Yeah. Like just the new graphics upgrade will not be enough to make to make me play it. Mm-hmm. The systems have to be good, not just modern, but like good. Yeah. And then I might play it again because it's also foundational to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I love Final Fantasy VII. So the answer I think I think I actually answered you um, at some point, Ryan. But answering for everyone is that I would be surprised if we both didn't play it at some point, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we both play it, it will end up on an extra episode. Yeah. Like we'll probably chat about it mm-hmm. um, without doing a whole episode about it. Yeah. I'm expecting to be disappointed by it. Like, I don't want to go into it thinking this is going to be the second coming quite literally. But no, because <laughs> I, I haven't liked much of what Square has done. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like it's the the goodness of it. It's like when you when you transition from liking artists to writers and comics, mm-hmm. like or, or or characters to writers and comics. Like yeah. the goodness of an X Men story is not that it has X Men. The goodness of an X Men story is that it's written by you know Grant yeah. Morrison or by you know uh, 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 Joss Whedon or something like that. Yeah. Like so the uh, the goodness of fi- the remake is not going to be just that it's Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. And there are things to make you concerned about this. Like there are reasons to not be too excited. Like the fact that hmm the director didn't know he was directing this until they until they announced it at E three. Yeah. So they yeah. just made a pre rendered you know trailer for it and said yeah you're you're down for this right because you said a couple years ago you would be like totally what yeah exactly like it's not a passion project from the person making it necessarily um which is which is a bad sign and when something is made as a passion project by by and for the fans uh yeah uh, yeah there's a good chance this will be a pandery mess yeah um so the uh, uh and also when you when you ask us about doing it for the show like I have really strong opinions on Final Fantasy VIII and Nine. Yep. And like, if like, we were gonna do another 32-bit Final Fantasy, oh I would want to do those first. Like, and it's like a 50% chance between the two of them, which one I would want to do too. It it depends on whether I want a really strong first disc or like <laughs> you know a, a, a strong stronger system throughout. Like uh-huh. Final Fantasy IX, I've said before, I think has the strongest first disc. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the first disc is so good. Final Fantasy VII's first disc is really good. All yep. first discs of those games are really good. But yep. Final Fantasy IX's first disc is just like charming and magical, yep. and stands up really well. Like I played it relatively recently. Yeah. But eight has a really interesting system that everyone hates for no reason. Yeah. Um. That like and the best like mini game in for my mind in like game history. Like mm. Triple Triad, super fucking fun. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um. And like that music would be like just. Anytime we couldn't think of anything to say, we could put in that. The, the man with the machine gun? <laughs> Fuck. Well, no, I was, I was thinking of the, the triple triad, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Like... So- uh, so, so I'm going I'm to say this and let me know if you don't want me to leave this into the uh, to the main episode because, you know, people shouldn't probably know what we do for our planning for the network. But, like, I kind of wish there was no new Dark Souls game so we could do that series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you, I mean, you can leave it in. I just yeah. I just hope that nobody snipes it. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and if they do, that's fine. Like, yeah. 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 It's not it's not that original idea. And I'm sure no, that somebody's no. already. Yet. But someday, like, again, like, so people people who want to hear me and Cole do our final fantasy based bonfire side chat <laughs> um it's gonna require enough patreon money to play through all the final fantasies in order and edit and record episodes about it on a timely basis so yep. like requires a lot more living money yep um but that would something we both want to do yep so we talked about doing that and just going through the series one through you know through through 14 i guess um and, and oh fuck you if i'm gonna play an mmo gary yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think if man if we were doing that like if there was a dark souls mmo we'd have to play it I guess like, if we were doing that, that final fantasy thing, we'd have to at least do a couple episodes on whatever the MMO is. I suppose. 
there, there's but no way I, but it's and, changed so much like yeah since it released like like 14 has been remade like four times it's true yeah, yeah we'd have to find archive versions mm. um no we wouldn't but like we would end up doing the side the guiding games and stuff and it sounds really fun like i would listen to that podcast mm-hmm. um you know like four or five episodes per game mm-hmm. like it's a good good idea for a podcast but just we don't have enough time yeah. in the day and the reason we don't have enough time is because we don't have enough money yep to make up for time we spend earning money <laughs> other places yep so the yeah. uh but yeah, yeah, that would that would be be super fun. So, in answer to your question, we won't do it for the show because we like the other thirty-two bit mm-hmm. and and sixteen bit. Yeah, Final Fantasy is too much. Yeah. So. so, so when it comes out in twenty twenty, we will definitely play it and talk about it. Yeah, assuming we're not dead. That's pretty true. <laughs> <true>. um, <laughs> yeah, and and thanks for uh, giving Watch of Fireballs a shot after listening to Bonfireside Chat. Yeah, yeah. We we think people who like Bonfireside Chat will like this too, but mm-hmm. you know, not everybody takes the leap. So yeah. Cool. So thank you everybody for writing in. Like I said, if you uh, if you want to write in about 999, go ahead and do that, and we will include it in later episodes. That is at duckv.tv slash contact, or if you want to talk about Zone of the Enders or Paper Mario. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we've been recording for a very long time, so we'll, <laughs> we'll let you go. But uh, you know the normal stuff to do. We made a bunch of announcements in the last episode. We'll bring them up from time to time between yep. now and the relevant, relevant dates. Yep. But uh, yeah, watch out for... Uh, well, there may be deleted scenes. There may not be. <laughs> it depends on which timeline we're in, Gary. I guess that's true. So there may be. <laughs> yeah. So if you like this enough, there will be timelines. If not, mm-hmm. we still appreciate you. It's cool. You're welcome. And thank you. <laughs> Cracker Barrel is for good times. It's when there are no other restaurants in the exit. It's for awkward dinners with estranged relatives. I can help you, buddy. Do you want to hit up a bar? Hey, now you're talking. Watch out for fireball shots. Uh. <laughs> 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 it's the dumbest thing. Yeah, that noise. I, I'm not sure. What the, like, is that just a we did something stupid noise, or is that you <laughs> no, grossed out by fireball shots? No, no, that's like yeah, oh, like, like an oh yeah, grossness. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we get we get nasty. We get clopsy on some fireball shots, man. All right, I will. I can. We do a second take. I'll get gross. Okay. And that now that I know what gross noise is referring to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs>